What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, the immense power of iHeart and podcasting, the global reach of podcasting all over the iHeart Podcast Network. And anywhere you get podcasts, we do thank you for downloading, subscribing to the show. Five stars. Remember, five stars. That helps us out. It seems lame. Why would anyone care about that? But the people that are the overlords of the podcast game, that does matter to them. So I know it's a pain in the ass to do it. Nobody does it. I don't do it. But if you, you, you it's, a, it's a way to, to help out the podcast and do it. It's free. It's free to do it. So you can help us out uh, by reviewing the podcast and also just telling, telling people. I, I've, I've told the story before. I had a, a, a guy who I don't even know is a fan of the show in Colorado who recommended our podcast to a woman who I dated years ago who moved to Colorado. And she contacted me out of the blue. That's what I'm looking... Now, obviously, it made me feel good about myself. But more importantly, it's word-of-mouth advertising. And that's the most effective advertising. So please keep that up. And we are joined, unfortunately, from west of the 405, from David Gascon, who is making his way in here. The man that put narcissism on the map. It's good to be here. It's good to be west of the 405. I wake up every day uh, loud and proud and grateful for that opportunity just to strut my shit west of the 405 while you sulk and bitch and moan over that burned tomahawk east of the 405. There's no burned tomahawk. The tomahawk is perfectly fine. It's in a climate-controlled environment. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll make a deal with you. How about this? Right. If the Dodgers win the World Series... All right. I'm going to cook the tomahawk. How about that? Okay. You, you're going to cook the tomahawk anyway. So No, no, no. no. If they don't gonna... win the World Series, I'm going to wait till one of my teams wins a championship, and then I'm going to have a celebratory tomahawk steak. Listen, I'm going to make a bet with you or a deal with you. I am okay. never fucking getting you a birthday gift ever again. No, 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 no. Well, uh, uh, again, guess gone. All right. Hey, uh, douche nozzle. Listen, let me explain something, okay? I... Was planning on making the steak, but you badgered me so much that as an act of punishment yeah. for your malfeasance, that's the second podcast in a row I've used the word malfeasance, <laughs> it's a big word, um, I'm very proud of myself, I went to Saddleback College, uh-huh. but but no, so because every time you complain about it, and these these nimrods, your little uh, sycophants, uh, there are not many of them from west of the 405, but yes. I, I'm like, okay, there's another two weeks, I'm not going to eat the tomahawk, because this guy sent me a message about the tomahawk, so I'm not going to eat it. You're just passing out. Audio demerits to people. 
Yes. <laughs> tough love, Gascon. I believe in tough love. It's the Maller way of doing it. That's why I'm critical here. I believe in hard work and tough love. Right. That's how I do it. Well, let's see Damn if, right. Let's see if the Dodgers pull this thing off. I, I don't Constructive know. criticism is how I do things here. Uh, <laughs> they don't trigger a lot of people. Hopefully it does well, not. Listen, if the, Dod- if the Dodgers somehow F this up, okay, if they, they slide on the banana peel. Yeah. Roberts is gone. Uh, who else? Kers- they got to get rid of Kershaw anyway. I would not keep him or I'd trade him. But wholesale change. Justin Turner's not going to be back. He will definitely not be back if they lose the World Series. Kike Hernandez. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. Go down the list. Listen, if the Dodgers blow this, I wouldn't mind you putting that tomahawk into your laundry cart and then pushing the laundry cart onto the 405 onto incoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to win. I got You got to believe. Uh, actually, you don't have to believe. But I, I am still relatively confident. Not knowing what has happened in recent days is where you know this podcast was was uh, recorded at another time, but um, I'm I'm still optimist. Yeah, I'm still optimistic. So uh, we have the mailbag. This is a mailbag podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to the people, by the people, for the people. These are actual questions sent in by regular fans of the show, submitted via the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. If you want to send a question in every Wednesday, usually Wednesday in the morning. Unless I forget, um, we, we post something on Facebook and then you can, you can send your questions in. And if you don't want everyone to know your question, you can email the question. If you're not on Facebook, like Gascon's not on Facebook, realfifthhour at gmail.com. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. And, and, did and you, you can send us a message. Did you have your wife comment on our iTunes page? Uh, not that I know of. She didn't tell me she did. Why? Uh, if you're a fan of the Ben Maller show, Fox Sports Radio weekdays, 2 a.m. to 6, or even if you're not, you'll find these weekend podcasts thoroughly entertaining. Friday editions Ooh. are generally an interview conversation with someone in entertainment, sports, or communications. Saturday is a mix of conversation, interesting surveys, studies, and findings. Sunday is mostly listener-submitted questions via the Facebook fan page or email. I highly recommend all these podcasts and thoroughly enjoy listening to Ben power his way through the podcast despite the blatant attempts by his co-host to sabotage almost every episode. And it was titled. I mean, it was titled Marquee Maller. What kind of piece of shit no, would no, type no. that up? I, I, I got it up. That's from Mario. That's oh. the great Mario. Oh. Mario, you get a golden ticket. You get a golden ticket. I just did. I just did. I gave the man a golden ticket. That's what we're looking for, right there. That is what we're looking for. What a fucking we, loser. We've got to get. How many ratings? We have like two hundred. Was it two hundred fifty nine ratings or something like that? Yeah. I right, can we get. Oh, this is the ultimate test here, Gascon. Can we get to 300 by the next podcast? No. No No chance. No chance. Can we get to 270 by the next podcast? That's that's a chance, yeah. That's doable. Yeah. All right. What are the odds that we will get another 11 people to take time out of their lives and spend about a minute... Reviewing our podcast on the Apple Podcast page. Well, that's high because there are repeat commenters on this. 
Okay. And you, you even had that little guy from Arizona that spells everything wrong. He comments on here multiple times, too. So You're such a dick. You're uh, such a dick. Yeah. I'm just... I like the guy. I think this is probably one of the Cincinnati bros. Might have been Justin or just Josh. Mm. Who? Did you see the name they used there on the review of the uh, the Sunday podcast? Did you see that? No, I did not. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think we're allowed to say that, but that's an inside joke here at the uh, (laughs) the uh, one of the people I work with. (laughs) Someone I work with that might use an alias. Or someone I used to work with, or maybe still work with. I don't know. Yeah, but that's a, uh, it's a a reference. Are you ready for the questions? Are you ready to slice through this? Yeah, I was just asking if your wife had written that, but now you identified. No, no, letters. my my wife does not write reviews, uh, which is weird because she does value reviews. Like when we go out back in the olden days when we were allowed before the monarchy. Oh, uh, she Yelpy. Yeah, like uh, oh, this is great. We should try this place, you know. And I'm like, eh. Because I know a lot of that stuff on it's like the, the their algorithms and you can pay people to, yep. to for reviews and and all that but well fortunately we don't have to worry about that because the <laughs> the monarchy here in California his Majesty has not allowed us to go eat at restaurants in most of the big cities although in Orange County it's amazing I can go to Orange County and uh, you know we live in LA but go down and see my dad and go have a, a nice meal at a restaurant inside it's amazing yeah God forbid but though it's not safe here where I live no yeah. no no, no. Uh, Can't do no. all right uh, Chef Scott from Nolans. We should go hang out. I don't know what restaurant Chef Scott works at, but we should go hang out. With that. I, I've heard amazing... I haven't spent any time in New Orleans. I've heard good things. I don't know that I'd like the food there because it's a lot of seafood, but I did like the, the king cake that Barbara in New Orleans sent, and some of that food looks really good. I've got to be picky on it, but Chef Scott from New Orleans writes in says, I listened to a lot of Art Bell through the 90s and the 2000s, even though I was never a big believer in most of that stuff, if the corporate muckety-mucks, Ben, commanded you to do one four-hour weekday show in the style of Art Bell, what would be your topic? Possible guests, and why are you so interested in it? And uh, did your mom like to listen also? And Chef Scott says those ghost-to-ghost Halloween specials were awesome. Yeah, Art Bell is amazing. I, I got to meet Art... One time, he was, um, I don't know if you know this, a bit of an introvert, and uh, didn't get out much, and a hermit and all that stuff. He lived in Pahrump, Nevada. Um, and, and so they brought Art in at one of the early days of Fox Sports Radio, which is part of the premier networks. And they had a big, used to have these big Christmas parties in Beverly Hills. And it was awesome. And they'd fly in all the big talent around the country that would come in and hang out. And um, I got to meet uh, Matt Drudge was there. Uh, Doc, this was back in the Dr. Laura days. Um, Limbaugh, like all the big shots. And it was uh, it was great, you know. They have the, they'd have the, the the main table, but Art was part of that anyway. And so I got to meet him one time. But if I were to do an Art Bell show as an homage to Art, uh, I, my mom did listen to him. That's one of the reasons I started listening to him. I come from a family of night owls, and uh, and so that was part of it. But I used to love when Art would do the stuff about Area Fifty One. Yeah, and and I always got a kick out of that. And and also he would do a lot of shows about. Like cattle being mutilated by they thought aliens, you know those kind of things. 
Uh, and then all the, the chemtrails would be good. Um, but the, the thing about Art is he would, uh, he would never say, hey, that's bullshit. He would listen to anybody. You know, because and, and it, it made good radio. It made good radio, and we listen to anybody. Uh, so, yeah, I was a big fan of art, but I'd be fun. You know, the, one of the guys, Steve Mason, who we used to work with at Fox, who's a big you know afternoon guy at a different station in L.A. now, but Steve Mason got to fill in on Coast to Coast a few times, and and that's that's pretty cool. You know who would, uh, cr- you know who would crush with that would be your boy, Lee Klein. He would absolutely demolish that. The Prince of Darkness? Yeah, I think he'd be really yeah. good in that format. <laughs> But he would just focus on government conspiracies. Yes, that's great. Yeah, he would focus on government conspiracies. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then the, the Chef Scott says, dude, eat the frozen tomahawk <laughs> soon. I'm actually starting to have a smidge of sympathy for Gagon. <laughs> I used to charge $175 for a 42-ounce tomahawk, he says at his restaurant. Uh, Very popular. I guess he works at a casino steakhouse. Well, that sounds pretty good. No, uh, is that on? Is that on the water though? What's that? Well, the casino. Is- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He didn't say exactly where he works, but that's what he implied. And he said he he dropped a name here, yeah. which is kind of west of the four hundred five ish. He said that he prepared. I think he said here, if I'm reading this right, the tomahawk steak for Adrian Peterson while he was suspended from from the NFL. He came into his restaurant in New Orleans with a group, and they made the tomahawk steak. Uh, did he? Did he hit it with a switch? <laughs> yeah. Did he sear it with a switch? That, that's how they tenderized it. Yes, they tenderized <laughs> it with a switch. Uh, Adrian from DTC. Where is DTC? Do you know what that? I don't know what that is. Is that downtown Denver? No, no, it's not, not downtown Denver. Downtown says, Columbus. No. I don't know. Okay, he says, anyway, wherever that is, we don't know. I think he's in Denver. He says, or near Denver, I've been trying out intermittent fasting for a week or so and need your expert advice. Well, you've come to the right place, Adrian. I'm curious to know the email continues what you are eating when you are breaking the fast i'm struggling with sweets and junk food how strict are you with sweets and junk food when you are not fasting not not strict at all no i'm not and uh and and you don't need to be that's the cool thing now obviously there's dietary reasons you need to keep track of some of that stuff but i fast so much i've worked up my resistance to fasting that it's to me it's more about the time of it where I'll go 65 hours without eating, which you should not do. You should never take advice on fasting from a podcaster or overnight radio guy. But I've worked myself up to the point. So, But then when I end the fast, um, I, I'll, I'll eat pretty much whatever I want, but I'll only do it within one hour. And you, you can't really eat that much in one hour because your, your appetite, while you think you're really hungry, you fill up pretty quick. I've noticed that. And then I've also noticed because of the gallbladder, after I fast for a long time, whatever I eat immediately comes out the other end uh, pretty quick. So it, it works that way as well. Um, but I, I would recommend for somebody starting fasting, 13 hours is a good way to start and then work your way up to 16 hours. And I use 16 hours as my baseline, but I usually end up fasting, Adrian, uh, I try to get, even on the days I don't do a long fast, I try to get like 22 to 23 hours of fasting in, and then I'll eat for an hour, and then I'll start the clock again. But I've got some neurosis. I I, I have a lot of neurosis when it comes to my being a fat guy my entire life and all that stuff. It's uh, it's messed me up a little bit. So, how, but, uh, how about you like kind of ease your way into eating by having fruit? 
Like that's the easiest way to do it. Like watermelon, watermelon, strawberries, yeah. um, apples, grapes. Like something. That you know the like- weird thing that I've noticed about with the with the combination of the gallbladder and the fasting. There's this phenomenon that's happened the last like month or so. So I'll, I try to do one 60-plus hour fast a week. Yes, I know. It's my, it's my Michigas, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you shouldn't do that. But I do it once a week. I, I, I go 60. I usually from Saturday night to like Tuesday, I won't eat mm-hmm. normally. And Gascon knows that because he'll send me food porn pictures. The dick that he is. Anyway, um, but I have noticed now, like, when I get to about the 60-hour mark and I'm winding down my fast, but I've still got a few hours left, and I'll go for my walk, my my hiking around, urban hiking, if I drink water, even water will trigger a reaction. Like, a lot of water will trigger me having to run, make a run. I'll have the Tennessee trots and have to go and, and go to the bathroom right away. It's weird. What if you so, increase the tempo on how you walk? Is it the same thing? Yeah, it, it, it don't really even have to walk. I think it's just when you drink a lot of water after you've been fasting for that, for whatever for whatever reason, for when you fast for that long, it it, uh, it happens that way. Anyway, I hope that answers your question. Uh, start 13 hours. And the key, when you're forming a habit, and I've said this many times, but it bears repeating here when you talk about habits and how long it takes to have a habit, and there have been studies on this, it... it to get something part of your routine, to create a habit, you have to do something for, I think the numbers is like 66 days or something like that. And then it becomes ingrained and it's it's like automatic, right? I mean, you, it's almost automatic uh, uh, at that point. But there's there's a magic number to form a habit. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember exactly the time. I think it was like 66 days or something like that. There, there's, a good, there's a good cheat code for him, though. If you can not eat four hours before you sleep and then max out on sleep before you have to wake up. Like, let's say you get eight hours of sleep and you fast four hours before you go to bed. That's 12 right there. So then, he Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's four yeah. hours. You got 16. Yeah. yeah. Now, it becomes a little more prob- problematic for people like myself who sleep about four hours a night. Mm. Um, that's a little difficult. Yeah. So I can't really, I can't do that, guess. You know what I'm saying? That's I, true. It, it doesn't, doesn't quite work for me, So unfortunately. Um, but yeah, forming habits. That's the key in, in anything. Like what in, people make bad habits, but if you can make good habits, or at least things we think are good habits, then that's the, that's the way to go. Right. What is a good habit, by the way? Do you anyone know what a good habit? I mean, everything's in moderation, I guess. And then they say, but sixty-six days is the number. I looked it up here. You had a good habit of leaving the studio and walking around the block every second. I did. Yeah. I did do. It. Yeah, I would time out how long the commercials were, and I would walk around the building, and I did that for many years. And I was friends with all the homeless people in <laughs> Sherman Oaks uh, around the iHeart Media Building there, the Premier Networks Building. I uh, knew them. And yeah, it, it, it's weird. Sherman Oaks, there's so much money in that part of L.A., but if the people only knew what it was like in the middle of the night, I feel bad for people that are down in their luck, but people coming out of the woodwork, and this is like a very expensive neighborhood in L.A., a lot of the rich people you know, live up in the hills right above there and come down and shop in those stores and, 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 and go to the restaurants, and it's like, woo-wee, man. <laughs> Uh, Adrian also says, uh, I want to comment on Dave Logan yet again. Have you reached out to Dave Logan, Gascon? Everyone wants Dave Logan on the podcast. I have not. 
He says, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Dave Logan is the last collegiate athlete to participate in at least three sports year-round while attending college. Well, there's a question right there. We could ask Dave Logan if that's true or not. Try to get him on. See if we can get him on next week. All right. Reach out to him. All right. Uh, Will in Illinois writes and says, it's your biggest fan. That's right. This is the fattest fan of the show, the great Will. And he says, uh, checking in on the Bob Page update, and he sent me an email here. Will says, I reached out to Bob on Twitter, and he seems to have changed his opinion of you. In fact, he would love to be a guest on the podcast. Uh, See attached for the exchange, and I am looking at the the screenshots here, and uh, Bob was very nice. I wonder what happened. Bob was a dick before, but now he's being nice. He says, I used to work with Ben. Nice man. Why would he want me on his podcast? And then then, uh, he said he he would happily uh, go on the podcast. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I have nothing against Bob. I love Bob's got some great stories. Bob, as we've uh, said before, he he replaced Howard Cosell on Howard Cosell's radio show, Speaking of Sport. Hmm. And he threw some haymakers on television in New York. He was on MSG taking shots at the Knicks. And and they actually had good teams when he was at MSG. They weren't terrible like they've been ever since. But, uh, yeah, I don't know that we want to have Bob on the podcast. But it's nice that he's nice. And I've, you know, now that he's made up with me, I'm good. You know, we're good. Uh, Dave in Mill Valley, California says, Ben, uh, w- w- was your wife a chubby chaser or did, did you meet after you lost the tonnage? Um, I was l- losing the weight still. Uh, I-, I was not um, the big fatty that I had been, but I wasn't completely the, the rail that I briefly became. So I was, I was in the middle. I was in the middle. But I don't think she's a chubby chaser. Uh, Kevin in, you'd have to ask her that. Kevin in Rumford, Maine writes in, says, would you rather be facing the cheating Astros and wipe them out or who cares just win? Yeah, I don't really care, Kevin. I don't care. No one's going to remember who they beat in the World Series. They're just going to remember they won the World Series. That's it. You you know, years from now, you remember remember they won the World Series in 2000. It's like who they played is really irrelevant. doesn't matter. J. Dot in Utah says, do you ever wonder what your callers ever look like? I'd imagine because of social media, it's a whole lot easier to find out. Uh, somewhat, J. Dot. Although a lot of people hide with, as Sports Talk Barry would say, fake avies, the avatars. They use the different things. So I've been pretty lucky in that, or unlucky, that I've... The, the people I'm curious what they look like the most, I was able to... See, the one I didn't, there's a couple that I haven't, obviously. Uh, I have no idea what the late, great Jimmy Ray from Tampa Bay looked like. Troy the Gambling Man in Nashville. Boardwalk Bob. Um, his his famous shenanigans calling the show in the early days. Motor City Mike. But like, like Pete in Pittsburgh, I met him. There's a photo of me with Pete and the bread man at Permani Brothers in Pittsburgh. But then when we took the photo, Pete put a paper bag on his head. But I saw him before that. Uh, and then you go, you go down the list. I mean, you got the, I don't know what real talk looks like. That's one I, I'm wondering. I'm curious, like, what real talk. The people have had different theories on real talk. What exactly he looks like. If this is all an act. If he's actually, like, a totally different than his portrayal. He's playing a character. Uh, I don't know. But I, I knew what Genie looked like. I saw photos of Genie. Uh, I've... 
seen uh, photos of most of the, the regular people. You know, Mark, the full name guy, because he puts his photo up from like the 1970s. I've seen that. Lance, the bus driver. I'm trying to think. Yeah. So to answer your question, J-Dot, I've seen most of the, the people uh, that I, I was most curious about. Kyle from San Antonio says, is this the year that Clayton Kershaw finally overcomes his need for the Heimlich maneuver in the playoffs? He did look great in game one, but yeah. Yeah, Kyle, I'm not there yet. And there's two ways to look at this. This is setting up for a Disney-esque Clayton Kershaw World Series where the Dodgers come back and he you know, pitches game five. They win the whole thing. It's also setting up for Clayton Kershaw goes out and pukes all over the mound in game five and Fs the thing up. So we'll find out. Uh, Pierre... Better known by his gangster name, Alf, the alien opiner from Springfield, writes in. Now, Pierre, which Springfield are you in? There's like 7,000 different Springfields. Anyway, Pierre says, Ben, have you given any thought to re-gifting that tomahawk steak to that vagrant in Miami? I'm sure Gagon would be more than happy to know that you were helping out the downtrodden. Would you be okay with that, Gascon, if I overnighted the tomahawk steak to, to Weed Man Hippie in Miami? You could be to, cool with that, right? You could do it to Marlins, man. It's fine. Oh, because he's got money. What? I see what you did. Do you know what I... I, I should tell us because this is for the P1s. The Sunday podcast is for, like, the top 1% of the P1s. Yeah. It really is. So, Weed Man called the show begging for money yet again this week, right? He was like, oh, I, I need help. I have no food. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. So I felt bad. He's begging me, send me money. I'm like, I'm not sending you money. So I gave him a buzz after the the call on the air. Like I called him up off the air. And I was like, hey, uh, hey, weed me. Let me help you out. Send me money. You know, he starts screaming at me. I said, well, what about what about Lisa? She would send him money. Said, no, Lisa's not working. She's a trainer and there's no there's no gyms are open. So there's no money for from Lisa. So I'm like, okay, let me, I'm going to do you solid, okay? Give me your zip code. So Weed Man gives me a zip code. And then he starts complaining about the neighborhood he lives in, which is like the, you know, the worst part of Miami, and there's people getting shot all the time, and he's like complaining, you know, the whole thing. So I'm like, all right, let me type the zip code in. So I type the zip code in, and then I find all these, like, uh, food, you know, pantries, food pantries, you know, for people that are down in the lock yeah. and people that are, you know, homeless or whatever. So I'm like, oh, listen. There are there literally like 80 of these places around that part of Miami. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading off the addresses. That's too far. I can't make it there. No, I tried the uh, Salvation Army. You got to be in some program. I don't want to be in a program. They're not. No. You know, every single one. I didn't read all 80 of them because I hung up on them. But he kept saying, no, too far. Not going to make it. No, don't want to go there. Tried them. No, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Here I am thinking I'm going to help the guy out, and he's a total dick, and uh, just slaps me around. Say, so, there you go. No good deed goes unpunished. That's right. No good deed goes unpunished. Uh, Jason in Rocky Mountain, Virginia says, hey, guys, I know you both like documentaries. I assume you like based on true story movies, too. Have you watched The Founder on Netflix? If so, what did you think? Yes. In fact, I actually saw The Founder. I'm one of the few people that saw it in the movie theater. Have you seen The Founder? It's the one that Tom Hanks plays the the McDonald's, uh, the Croc guy, Ray Croc. No, I have not. Is it good? Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The story of McDonald's. Uh, and I like that those kind of movies. 
Uh, I, I did enjoy it. The McDonald's brothers and how they sold out and they, they sold themselves short and, you know, McDonald's becoming this major conglomerate and some of the, the things that they came up with that are still used today in the, the food industry. So, yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty good. Yeah, I saw parts of it when Michael Keaton, I think, was talking about. Owning- oh, was it Michael Keaton? What did I say? Did I say Tom Hanks? You did. I don't that's, know. That's, that's right. a bad job by me. It's all good. But I think well, Tom my- Hanks and Michael Keaton are the same, aren't they? No, one of them's Bruce oh. Wayne and Batman, the both, other one's not. Both white guys, they all look the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. It's just triggered now. that out. You're triggered? Yes. You need a safe space? You need a, I need a warm bubble. glass of milk and a blankie? <laughs> no? I need to go up to Cal Berkeley and hang out. <laughs> uh, Vols fan Jimmy writes in he says he's from Fayetteville Tennessee he says Ben have you ever put up a fair poll on the overnight show yes yes every one I do is a fair and balanced poll I don't know what you're talking about uh, Richard in uh, Floresville Texas says Ben and Gascon favorite gaming movie of all time mine is Let It Ride with Richard Drivers. I think my favorite gambling movie it's got to be Rounders I love Rounders Rounders with uh, Matt Damon. Um, now, there's a lot of gambling movies that are in the fringes that are about gambling, but not specifically about gambling, like Ocean's Eleven. It's like a bank heist movie, but it's yeah. about... I liked Ocean's Eleven. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Does The Hangover count? Cause no. They're gambling? No, it's a, it doesn't count, but they're in Vegas, though. That doesn't count. They're in Vegas. They're at the bachelor party, the whole thing. You know? No. All right. Uh, Anything else, or is it Ocean's what Eleven? What about... I mean, Ocean's uh, Eleven could be that. Yeah, I think Ocean's Eleven. I'll go that. Uh, 21's a good here. movie, too. 21's based off that uh, that book that was written, Bringing Down the House, when those MIT kids went to Vegas, and they started counting cards and going, like, almost every other week to Sin City and basically fucking crushing Vegas. Yeah. That yeah, that's good. That is good. Yeah. I should watch that. What's the name of that? I gotta watch 20, that again. I've watched it's it. It's called 21. Maybe I'll watch that. Is that on Netflix or something? Probably, yeah. That's a good movie to watch this weekend. Yeah. Save my... I, although I just got my wife on uh, Amazon Prime Day. She bought a subscription to PBS. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's like the goldmine for documentary. I've, I'm finally watching the country music documentary that I wanted to watch a couple of years ago. Or last year, I guess it came out. That's you, really good. You got to be careful, though, because PBS, they take some of their content off like after a short period of time. So even the ones that you pay for with the subscription, they'll remove. Well, so far, so good. I, I've been watching it. I mean, it's it's like 16 hours, so it's going to take me probably the rest of the year to get through it. Oh but uh, it's, it's good because I, the, you know, I'm, I I don't mind, you know, I'm not a huge country music fan. I don't like the new, I like the older country music, but yeah, uh, it's it's great because the early days of country music, you know, hillbillies and the odling and all that, but yeah. radio, radio, it's tied into the radio business. And these country music stars were hired by radio stations and they would perform at night, you know, like once a week on Saturday night, they'd have a performance. And and uh, it was very interesting learning about the early days of both radio and how country music were tied together, intertwined. And they created these big stars. And it was so funny because they, they did a thing on Gene Autry, 
And I, when I was younger, Gene Autry owned the Angels, and I was an, when I was an autograph hound, I used to get Autry's autograph. But I had no, I didn't really have the context of how famous Gene Autry had been at one point in America, the singing cowboy, and how big a deal he was at one point. You know, Roy Rogers and Autry and those those country guys in the beginning. I didn't realize it when I was, you know, when he was alive. He died in the nineties, but. Pretty uh, pretty crazy. Uh, let's see here. Chris in Maquoketa, Iowa, writes in. Now, Chris sent us something we talked about on the uh, Benny versus the Penny. Uh, we won't get to that here. Uh, Chris says, a lot of conspiracy talk on the show lately. So what's your take on JFK grassy knoll shooter conspiracy? <laughs> and if you have time, that 9-11 was done by our own government. <laughs> I'm not uh, not buying the 9/11 government uh, story. Although was it Building Seven? That's a little fishy to me. Was it Building Seven? Is that the one where you know it was down the street from the World Trade Center and that collapsed hours later? Is that what it was? I think it was called Building Seven, if I remember correctly. That one's a little fishy to me. I don't know what happened with that, but the, the JFK thing, when I when I first got into the radio business, and that would be the topic of conversation still around the dinner table was, you know, JFK, you know, and what happened, you know. I, I don't know. I've heard different theories on that. I have a feeling that it's a little more complicated than the story that we've been fed. But you know, I've, I've heard the, the two-shooter thing. There's more people that were involved. It was a CIA hit job. I don't, I don't know about all that, but... Yeah, the, the something more that's not. I don't think we're getting the whole. We're getting a version of the truth, but not the whole truth. Yeah, I hear that stuff on the Pentagon too on nine eleven. Oh, what about that? Well, there's video of the plane hitting the Pentagon. Though. I know. Yeah. How could there not? I mean, did they did they doctor the video? I don't know. Travis in Roseburg, Oregon, writes and says, Ben. Uh, we're about the same age. Sometimes I hear a bit of Tom Likas in your delivery. Was he one of your influences? Uh, I did listen to Likas. I thought Likas was a very good talk show host. I did listen to him um, from time to time. I was not like an everyday listener, but I would listen to him if I was in the car and he was on. And he says, uh, you should revive Flash Friday. He says, the Maller Militia is the perfect demographic for that. And the problem is we're on at night, and most of the people that listen are either at work. Well, we have truck drivers, but there's you know it's not like it really work if truck drivers flash each other on Flash Friday. I don't think that would Say work. That. But but Lycus was great, and I had a buddy of mine that was an engineer for Lycus and told me that Lycus hated sports radio because he lost a job. Because the, the station he worked at changed formats to sports, and they whacked him. And from that point forward, that's what I was told. I don't know if that's true or not, but the, the guy told me that's why one of the reasons Lycus hated sports radio, because he lost a gig uh, to it. But, uh, yeah, he was, he was pretty good. I mean, compelling, entertaining, all the things, the ingredients you're supposed to be as a talk show. So, sure, but I... Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know. Influence, yeah. Jim Healy, I think you know Hacksaw, Jim Healy, a little bit of Lycus, uh, Paul Harvey. Good day! Some of the people in radio that Art Bell, some of the people that influenced me, Howard Stern, people like that. Uh, did you ever listen to Lycus? I've only, I've only listened to him a handful of times. I was mostly like listening to, to Romy when I was when I was growing up. Explains a lot. Uh, Kevin from Rockford, Illinois, says, "Mr. Maller, other first of all, thank you for calling, Mr. Maller. Kevin, old. very classy, very old." Uh, 
He says, other than you, are there really good people west of the 405? He says, I was in California on vacation last year. I drove from San Francisco to Palm Springs. Everyone I met on our road trip was a a stuck-up David Gascon wannabe. No matter west or east of the 405, you're still in California. As pretty as the state is, the people suck. Well, that's what happens to San Francisco. And he probably never... Well, if you're going from Palm Springs or... Excuse me, San Francisco, San Francisco to, Palm Palm, to Palm Springs. You never came close to the 405 freeway. Like, not once. So don't try to front and be fucking friends with Ben. It's all horse <laughs> yeah, the, shit. All right, that is true. The 405 freeway, uh, Kevin, only goes from the San Fernando Valley, and it ends in just past Irvine. Tustin, yeah. In uh, no, it's past Irvine at the, uh, the the merge with the five and the four hundred five. It merges back with the five freeway. And I used to live right near the southern part of the four hundred five. But I lived on the. I grew up. Thank God, I grew up uh, near the five freeway uh, in Irvine, where it goes. There's a four hundred five part where the Gascon a holes live, and then on the other part is the uh, the five where the the commoners commoners live. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the four or five in that part is I, I, it's not a very long stretch. But all the a holes live west of the four or five uh, in, in California. But yeah, there's a lot of dicks in California. I agree with you, Kevin. Yeah, I agree with you. It's uh, not a lot of a holes. It's it's crazy. You go somewhere, you go to other parts of the country. People are like, "Nice, how you doing? What's going on?" They smile, you know, the whole thing. Here, eh, it's, like, it's become a lot like New York. You know, the cliche of New York, where everyone's you know worried about themselves and their a holes, and yeah. It's tough. Even even like even hot women get like they just fucking scowl at you if you. Well, hot women always scowl at you. No, that's not true. That's uh, it's, oh, that was true when you're fat and I was fat. They scowl at you. Well, because you're sweating. So you're below me. Don't look at me. You're not even worthy of a look. Get out of here, you peasant. I don't know. You fat peasant. Women in the no. South love fat men. I should have been in the South then. Right? Would have done well. What are we talking about? You're married. Well, I'm saying when I was younger, though. Yeah. Could have taken a radio job in Atlanta or something. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Charlie in Memphis, Tennessee says a member of and CEO of the Gascon Group LTD. Uh, when will you apologize to David for ru- ruining an expensive steak? I have not <laughs> ruined an expensive steak. Yes, Charlie. you have. You've you've ruined it. Is this one of your burner accounts, Charlie in Memphis, Gascon? Is your, are you pretending to be him? No. That'd be a great no? city to go visit, though. Memphis, Tennessee. Have a little Memphis barbecue. Go to Beale Street. Hang out in Memphis. No? Have you heard about their barbecue compared to Texas and Kansas City? Well, everyone's got their favorite. I'm, I'm a fan of Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, me too. Uh, that's my favorite. And I, I love the Z-Man sandwich at... KC Joe's, formerly Oklahoma Joe's. It's the greatest sandwich I've ever had. Um, but I've not like I've not had a lot of I I've heard bad things about Carolina barbecue. Have oh, you ever had Carolina no. barbecue? I've heard it's not good. I've heard it's not good. I've heard it's the worst of the big barbecue. Um but I'd love to go on a barbecue tour and it'd be a lot of fun. Could if you I had ma- the time it, to go around to Texas and Memphis and Kansas City and there's Tennessee barbecue. Yeah. No, that'd be fun. Yeah, especially because you can go ribs, brisket, like anything. Obviously, you don't have to go with one, one chicken thing only. Yeah, chicken, barbecue yeah. chicken. Yeah, yeah. You can go hunt yeah. all nine yards. Exactly. Uh, let's see, Dave in Mesa, Arizona. 
writes in. I got family in that area. He says, just, I do like your show. What's that? I was going to say just southeast, or yeah, just southeast of Scottsdale. I got to go to Arizona and hang out with the. I don't think anyone wants to hang out with me now because of the corona, but <laughs> I need to see them. Uh, Dave in Mesa, Arizona says, I do like your show, listening for years and years. Thank you, Dave. I think you should forgive the Houston Astros. Or face the fact that the Rams cheated by a horrible no-call to get into the big game. Uh, and, and worse, yet deny New Orleans their rightful spot. So Homer of you to not to admit it. Uh, again, Dave, you're just, you're just a troll. I'm glad that you like the show, but you're a troll. You clearly have forgotten that bad calls happen in games they go against you sometimes they go for you sometimes those things even out and they did even out for the new orleans saints they had the ball first in overtime they had the hall of fame quarterback all you have to do is go down drive the ball down get a touchdown you win the game drive the down game ball down get a field goal get a stop you win the game you remember what happened i remember what happened in overtime saints got possession of the ball first they drove down and around midfield drew Brees threw an interception rams picked it off they i don't even think they got a first down and they kicked uh, greg zerline kicked a long field goal game set and match that's on drew Brees. that's on the saints instead they're blaming the referees it's embarrassing and how pathetic. You think about Drew Brees, who's a Hall of Famer and all-time great. He has lost home playoff games to Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. Think about that for a second. Let that marinate in your head. Carlos in Houston writes and says, I heard the podcast when you cursed on the air. Uh, now when the Dodgers choke again, will you be cursing again? That was awesome. Well, Carlos, bang, bang. How about your a-holes? How about their a-holes there, Carlos? How are they doing? How are they doing in the World Series, Gascon? How are the Astros doing? Do we have an update? <laughs> TBD. TBD. Yeah, that's good. All right, we'll do a couple more here. I'm just thankful uh, they did not get in. Fuck it. 29 and 31, and all of a sudden they get their way into the World Series. It's a joke. It's pathetic. And I hope someday to tell the story I have to tell about the Astros. <laughs> is I believe there, the statute of limitations has not run out yet, guess God. But at some point, I will be able to tell the story. Yeah, how long are you going to give that thing to breathe? Oh, I have to give it a while. Uh, that's I have to give it a while. I might need a new person in power before I'm able to do it. Mm. Not at our place, but they're... they're yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Russ in Evansville, Indiana, writes in, says, more delusional fan base on being relevant in college sports, Tennessee or Nebraska in football or Indiana in basketball. All right, so this one to me is easy. And just based on my interactions with callers on the radio show, not that we talk much college athletic competition. We don't. We're mostly a pro sports show. We don't do a lot of college um, if there's a big college football championship game, we'll talk about that. If there's a big scandal involving Nick Saban, we'll talk about that. But generally, we avoid that. So anyway, uh, the answer is Tennessee. Yeah. The Tennessee Volunteer fan, God love them. They are convinced they are on the come every year that this is going to be their year and whoever they hire, their new coach is going to be great. They have not been relevant since what, the late 90s? Yeah, T. Martin and company. Peerless yeah. Price was there as well. How great is it that Peyton Manning was there and the greatest thing in the world and they didn't win shit with Peyton Manning and T. Martin comes in there, system quarterback, they win the national championship. It's great. 
That's the equivalent of the Washington Nationals having Bryce Harper, getting rid of Bryce Harper in free agency, (laughs) and then winning the World Series the very next year. It's the same concept. It's the same thing is what it is. Walked right into that. Yes, you did. That's right. No, but Tennessee fans. Remember we used to have, what was the guy's name from Nashville? Danny from Nashville, I think it was. And, oh, my God, he was so – every coach – you know, and I say every coach. They went through a lot of coaches in a short amount of time. But he would buy every rumor. Oh, John Gruden was spotted at a barbecue restaurant in Knoxville. He's going to be the coach of Tennessee, you know. And I, I was like, okay. Total bullshit story, but uh, he he went with it. But like, and I remember when they hired Jeremy Pruitt, the guy that's currently coaching. Yeah. I think he's still a coach, right, at Tennessee, Jeremy Pruitt. And they're like, oh my god, this guy is great. He's on the Nick Saban coaching tree. Oh, what a great hire! What an amazing. This guy's going to turn this program around. You just wait and see. And they always put the caveat on there: give it a couple of years, give it a couple of years, and oh, they're they're going to be great. Oh my god, you know th- that whole thing. And then you're like, okay, let's see. You know, Jeremy Pruitt, Pruitt, uh, or Pruitt rather, he's been there. This is his third year as the volunteer coach. So that means you've had multiple recruiting classes. You've got your players. And Tennessee has played 29 games with Jeremy Pruitt as a coach. They are 15 and 14. <laughs> 15 and 14. And they were ranked in the preseason top 25 this year. They yeah. got as high as 14. They're 2-2, two and two, the, the volunteers. But that fan base, that is that takes the cake for me, Russ. I know you might want me to say Indiana basketball because you're from Evansville, Indiana, but I'm going with Tennessee, Tennessee football by a country mile. All right, last question, Gascon. Are you ready for the last question? Yes, sir. All right. It says, Ben, do you listen to the college marching bands in your spare time? Here's a word. This is Chris in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, And if you like the bands at least, what are some of your favorite melodies? Home of the Oilers, by the way. That's right. Uh, Good good knowledge there. Uh, you You know what I like is the drum major. That is great. And... I, I'm not a big band guy. I like music, but I'm not really a music person, which means I don't really know what I'm listening to. I, I just like I like what I like, and I like what I like, and that's it. Um, but Ohio, I, the college bands are just amazing. Like the uh, Ohio State band, Dotting the I. The USC marching band, actually pretty pretty impressive. I used to go to those USC games back in the day. Well, the cool thing the is Men the Men of Troy. The, the USC marching band will go to like parties or weddings like they go everywhere. It's not just obviously on campus for USC football. Games. It's pretty impressive when you see the band marching around, you know, and you're outside the stadium and the band's marching through. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty neat. But do I have a favorite melody? Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't have one, Chris. I'm sorry, but I'm impressed that the, the formations they make. That's a, that's there's a lot of choreography that goes in that when they spell out. It seems easy, but to actually get 300 or 200 people in a band to be in the right spot, it's not that easy. And play the right note, too. Yeah, exactly. We can't even walk and chew gum at the same time, right? I mean, come no. on, please. Yeah, that's true. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. Won't no, do no, it. no. Not going to do it. All right, so that, that'll that put the baby to bed. Yes, guess count. Anything else you want to do here? We're good. Penny yes. versus the penny. If you have not watched it, watch it. 
That is right. Thanks to uh, our guy. If you did not hear Friday's podcast, if you didn't stumble on Seth Dillon, very good. CEO, Babylon B, Gascon's wet dream come true. It was orgasmic <laughs> for Gascon. And then uh, we thank him for his time. He was very nice, Seth. And then also on the Saturday podcast, we thank the Arizona Republic for doing a full column, a thousand-word story on me and my quotes about Kyler Murray and making Alligator Arms Murray the official nickname of Kyler Murray, putting it in the newspaper. So we thank you for that. Have a great day today. Enjoy the football. And we'll be back on the radio Sunday night into Monday morning. And as long as you guys keep downloading this Sunday podcast, we'll keep it up. The numbers have been good. We thank you for that. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.